Father, we thank you because you are God all by yourself. You are God who needs none else. Like that song says, only you are worthy of praise. Tonight, Lord, we draw on your immeasurable wisdom. We ask, Lord, that as we talk about wisdom, that every single one of us will be filled with divine wisdom in the name of Jesus. Lord, so many questions in our hearts, so many things we ponder about. We receive your grace tonight and we give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Praise God. Okay, for those of you who don't know, I'm a teacher, so we're going to like open the scriptures a lot and talk, okay? So I have three stories tonight um, from the Bible. Very interesting people that demonstrated godly wisdom and human wisdom. The topic is divine wisdom. So let's start with the first person. In 2 Samuel chapter 16, we see a very wise man. He was a member of the cabinet of Israel at the time. And everybody knew that, look, if you have issues, talk to this guy. Some of us, some of you, are those people, people talk to. Yes? You know you have somebody that if you're a bit confused, you're a bit lost. I know if I talk to this person, you know, something will come out of it. I'll know what to do and know what to say. And most people believe that um, as you get older, people who have gray hair, they've lived longer, they've seen things, so they're wise. We don't know the age of this man, but his name is or was Ahitophel. So if you look at 2 Samuel chapter 16, the last verse. Now the advice of Ahithophel, which he gave in those days, was as if one had inquired at the oracle of God. So was all the advice of Ahithophel, both with David and with Absalom. Absalom, David's son, had taken over from him. But his advisors or his cabinet ministers remained. Continue to chapter 17. Moreover, Ahithophel said to Absalom, Now, let me choose 12,000 men, and I will arise and pursue David tonight. And I will come upon him while he is weary and weak and make him afraid. And all the people, if I just summarize, Absalom, David's son, had plotted a coup and had taken over. So, Absalom just needed to know what to do, how to just deal with David and just be in charge. Now, Ahithophel, the advisor said, look, let me take over. Skip to verse five. Then Absalom said, now call me Hushai the Akite also, and let us hear what he says too. And when Hushai came to Absalom, Absalom spoke to him saying, Ahithophel has spoken such and such. Shall we do what he says? If not, speak up. And he said, eh? Don't try it. That man supported your father. Don't do what he says. Skip again to verse 14. Very interesting. So Absalom and all the men of Israel said, the advice of Hushai the Archite is better than the advice of Ahithophel. For the Lord had proposed to defeat the good advice of Ahithophel to the intent that the Lord might bring disaster on Absalom. Now, is it not interesting that God said of a human being, his advice is good. I found that very interesting. I said, okay, so there's a good gift. There is wisdom that a man can have. 
understanding, knowledge. We go to schools, we learn different things, so we gain skill and knowledge. Am I correct? And so we become wise or skilled. So this man was a skilled politician, an advisor, and he gave good advice. The Lord himself sent somebody to counteract that advice just to deal with Absalom. And I thought to myself, Lord, can you give me this kind of wisdom? Can you make me wise such that in my office, this was not church, this was his office. In my office, I will be precise. The things I say, it doesn't say Ahitophel was prophet, priest, does, he, does it? No, he was a worker. Can you be the person, can you be the Ahitophel in your office who stands and gives that wisdom? Now, obviously, this gift was from God. And that is why um, the Bible says God's gifts, he does not take back, yes? So God did not change the gift in his mouth. But in order to make sure Absalom got into trouble, he, sent, he made them believe a lie. There's the gift of wisdom that you and I need. I don't know about you, but I need in my office. Because there are some Absaloms that I should not be listening to. Who has Absaloms? Exactly. We know them, but we know that our warfare is not against flesh and blood, okay? So don't go calling anybody Absalom. The point is, there are some situations you get into and you need to be doubly sure that you're making the right decisions and you're doing the right thing. Now, typically people will say, oh, you know, you need to pray about who to get married to and things like that. But why wait for those big decisions? Why not have wisdom for the everyday? So that when the big decision comes, it's easy. Amen. Second person, David himself. Let's go back to 1 Samuel, this time, chapter 21. When this story crossed my mind, I found it very intriguing. I thought, hmm, was this a wise act? Well, I'll share it and you decide if this was wisdom. If this was wisdom, if it was human wisdom, divine wisdom, let's see. First Samuel 21, from this is the story of David, one of the many different times Saul had come after him. So this is another example. And Saul was on his case again, and he decided to flee. This time he decided to flee to Gath. Verse 10, then David arose and fled that day from before Saul and went to Achish, the king of Gath. And the servants of Achish said to him, is this not David, the king of the land? Did they not sing of him to one another in dances saying, Saul has slain his 10,000 or his thousands, but David his 10,000s? Can you imagine enemy of your, your enemy's enemy? You are afraid to make your enemy's enemy your ally. Now, David went there. Initially, David had um, gathered or ganged up with the Philistines to fight Israel initially. So David went there again, but the others came. King, be careful. This is the man that killed Goliath. Again, were they not correct? Should they not have been afraid of? They should have been nervous. It was correct. So what was David supposed to do? He was in trouble. Let's read. 12. Now David took these words to heart and was very much afraid of Achish, the king of Gath. 
So he changed his behavior before them. Pretended madness in their hands. Scratched on the doors of the gate and let his saliva fall down on his beard. Then Akish said to his servants, Look, you see the man is insane. Why have you brought him to me? Have I need of madmen? That you have brought this fellow to play the madman in my presence? Please. He's useless. And that's how David escaped. I cannot imagine where that wisdom came from. How a full-grown man, warrior David, will suddenly know that he should. Even if the thought crosses your mind, is it something that is easy to do? Exactly. You wonder, how does it make sense? How, you know, you begin to think, how, 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 how? But I, I, I see the act of faith. I see an inspired thought in David's mind. Because we see the pattern with David. Anytime he was in trouble, what will he do? Oh God, what should we do? Oh God, what should we do? So I can imagine he must have been thinking, Lord Jesus, help me. Okay, maybe not Lord Jesus. Oh God of Israel, sovereign Lord, help me. And the thought crossed his mind and he did it. Divine wisdom that does not make sense, but the way of escape, clear. Again, we're going to pray today. Lord, divine wisdom. In fact, I think the prayer for me, the prayer is more, God, give me grace to obey as you inspire me. Because if we stay in the place of prayer, we're praying, we're studying, we're worshiping, God will inspire. God is not, he's not like our parents. The Bible says you will not ask for fish and he gives you a snake, right? Bread and he gives you stone. So if you're praying and asking, he will respond. Are we listening? Are we in a position to listen? No, don't say yes now. Let me finish. Are you listening to his voice? Are you in the position where you can hear? And will you obey like David? Even an instruction that seems weird. Last person, Abigail. Interesting, all the stories are from Samuel today. Okay. First Samuel 25. Now this story I like a lot. Many lessons from this story. So, again, David in his going to and fro, Israel, was manning everybody's border, being kind, being helpful. And then they used to um, rear sheep, yes? So people had, their companies were physical sheep in different places. And so David was protecting the borders. Now, him and his guys were like, look, we're a bit tired, we're a bit hungry. Come on now, somebody should be able to settle us a bit. So he went off to Nabal's house, obviously because um, this guy was one of the big dons in the area. And he thought... You can spare a little. Unfortunately, let's read it so you don't say it's my version. Go to verse. Okay, let's start from verse two. Now there's a man in Maon. Maon, how do you say that word? Maon, whose business was in Carmel. And the man was very rich. He was a dawn. And he had 3,000 sheep and 1,000 goats. He was sharing his sheep in Carmel. 
The name of this man was Nabal and his wife's name was Abigail. She was a woman of good understanding and beautiful appearance, but the man was harsh and evil in his doings. So Skip, I've told you the story of how David um, went to ask. Now when he went to ask, Nebel is like, I like to tell my own version. He must have been sitting down on his throne and you know, his servants would have come to him and he's like, who? David, is he not that small boy that's running away from Saul? Please talk to me about somebody more important. You can imagine the contempt with which he dismissed David's servants. These people that have been protecting him, men of war. So those ones would have gone back to David and said, if you see the way he spoke to us, I've never been so insulted in my life. And if somebody comes to report to you, what does that do to you? Ah, Your temperature begins to rise. So they must have, David's temperature must have risen a little bit. Because if you go down, (laughs) David said, Wait, let me not say my own words. Mm-hmm. Verse 12. So David's young men turned on their heels and went back and they came and told him all these words. Then David said to his men, every man gird on your sword. So every man girded on his sword and David also girded on his sword. And about 400 men went with him and 200 stayed with him. Now if 400 men with swords are coming for you. Sorry. Now, one of the young men told Abigail, Nabal's wife, saying, hmm, there's a problem. David sent messengers to meet our master and he reviled them. But truly, the men were very good to us. We were not hurt. We did not miss anything as long as we, we Um, accompanied them when we were in the fields. They were with us. They were a wall to us by day and by night. Skip to verse 18. Then Abigail made haste and took 200 loaves of bread, two skins of wine, five sheep already cooked, well roasted, grain, a a imagine the cluster of raisins, like those, uh, what do you call them, rice cakes or something. Those nice cookies. Shisha arranged everything. She did not tell her husband. And then she rode on a donkey. Went over to go and meet them before they got there. At that point, David was still talking. Surely in vain, I have protected all that this fellow has in the wilderness. So that nothing was missed of all that belongs to him. And he has repaid me evil for good. May God do so and more to the enemies of David if I leave one male of all who belong to him by morning light. That was anger. Very bad anger. Did Nabal deserve what was coming to him? Help me now. Really? So, because I take you for granted... I upset you, then you come and wipe my generation from the face of the earth? Haba. Is a bit... Really? But I guess it's easy for us to say, yes! He insulted David. How dare he? How could you? 
Well, he was rich. How many times have you driven past the Okada man who almost scratched your car and before you knew it, your hand went up and you did that thing that they do, that I used to do, but I do no more. Mm-hmm. How many times? Let's not confess, Abby. Okay. How many times your driver or subordinate at work does something foolish? And what do you say? Beep, 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 beep. Let's delete it. In anger, we rant. We just say things. And you feel they deserve it because their level of foolishness needs to be cured. Yes. But if you look at this script, so when I, this is how I read the Bible. I'm like, hmm, it's all well and good to judge this man. But think about it. In that situation, would I have said something similar? Maybe not, now that God has worked on me for a number of years. But before, it's possible that I've been like, from where to where now? Since when did we become mates? That this, you understand what I mean? It's very easy for us to take for granted those who are around us. Those who support us. Those who help us. It's very, very easy to take them for granted. And to speak to them in condescending manners. True or false? So wisdom demands that we do unto others what we want others to do to us. Wisdom. Okay, I digressed. Sorry. Back to the story. So, Abigail ran. She said, verse 24. Oh no, 23. Now when Abigail saw David, she quickly dismounted from the donkey, fell on her face before David and bowed down to the ground. So she fell at his feet and said, on me, oh Lord, please, on me let this iniquity be. And please let your maidservant speak in your ears and hear the words of your maidservant. Please let not my Lord regard this scoundrel neighbor. For as his name is, so is he. Hey God, he's a foolish man. David, please, don't be, don't annoyed. Don't annoyed. Don't let, don't kill hey, eh? the innocent children because of this foolish man. Please, it's a waste of your energy. You are bigger than this. You know how when you're in a fight and somebody's telling you, bros, calm down now. You're bigger than this. Come on. Okay, no, let's not say who has been in this situation. And she pleaded and she begged and she begged. uh, 32. Then David said to Abigail, "Mm, blessed is the Lord God of Israel. Who sent you this day to meet me? And blessed is your advice and blessed are you. Because you have kept me this day from coming to bloodshed and from avenging myself with my own hand. For indeed, as the Lord God of Israel lives, who has kept me back from hurting you, unless you had hurried and come to meet me, surely by morning light, no males would have been left to Nabal. So David received from her hand what she had brought him and said to her, Go in peace. I respect your voice and your person. I won't cause any trouble. It is interesting that the man just heard the story and he died. So what if David had come 
I like to think of such things. But look at Abigail's wisdom. She did not feel that she was too big of a madam to go and appeal to small boy David for the lives of those around her. It was wisdom that she took charge and took responsibility for her household. That's wisdom. I share these stories for many different reasons, but a few lessons. Number one, when you are in a position of authority, you need divine wisdom. Because you have Ahithophel, who is wise. You have, um, who is the second person? David, wise but in a fix. And you have Abigail, good understanding, also in a fix. What will your response be under that pressure? That is why we need divine wisdom. The wisdom from God, the Bible says, is not, uh, it's not fleshly. It's not carnal. Look at James chapter 1. And we'll use the scripture to pray a bit before we take the communion. James chapter 1 verse 5. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach and it will be given to him. Let's continue. But let him ask in faith. Not doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Praise the Lord. Three examples of the demonstration of wisdom. Divine wisdom, as I call it. Because you know how it is when you're under pressure and you all of a sudden forget everything that you planned and arranged. Pressure does many things to many of us. I remember, there are too many stories. It's a communion service. Let's not talk too much. I remember so many times, a common one, exam fever. And you've practiced and read, you have an interview. So it's still an examination. You have an interview and you prepare And then the first question they ask, so what are the dynamics of the, trying to say something that sounds very intelligent. What are the dynamics of the systemic growth patterns of the nation? Um, um, Well, growth is systemic and there are multiple patterns that are demonstrated it's a bit too late at that point to say, Jesus, Jesus. You should have prayed first at home, yes? So we need divine wisdom for life, okay? This is a fantastic month to study the book of Proverbs, by the way. For wisdom, nuggets, wisdom, wisdom. That story of um, Nabal, is it reinforces a verse that I've read it a number of times in Proverbs that says, anger rests in the bosom of fools. Yes? Nabal, small thing, he was angry. Who is this man? He was just huffing and puffing. And ended up dead. 
I want us to pray tonight for wisdom. Looking at these stories, it's very easy to say that, ah, God helped them, God led them. But you know that they did not have the Holy Spirit living in them, did they? So we have a trump card. The real trump, not the other trump. We have a trump card. The Holy Spirit. So we can walk in this manifestation of divine wisdom at the drop of a hat. When we are unsure, Lord, how? I'm not sure. How does this work? I remember when I was getting this job, the job I have now. I shut down a business in, uh, at the end of 2009. And I thought, okay, credit crunch is not going well. I prayed about it and I felt God say, shut it down. And I thought, ha, shut it down. Okay, you know why I really said ha? I thought, hey, so I'll now be asking my husband for money again. Oh, I like to have plenty of money by myself. Anyway, so I said, okay. And the Lord re- basically in summary said, look, it's for the good of your family. Shut this down. I said, okay. I shut it down. Lord, what do I do? I had spoken to my current boss at some event. She said, oh, no, I went to, I said, I can train your staff. I can do this. And she was like, hmm, who's this unknown person from somewhere? She said I should come and work for her then. And I said, no, I was doing my business. I was a madam in my small office. You know, like Pastor Godman shared from Outliers, do you want to be a big fish in a small pond? Maybe not. Read the book, you'll get the gist. So, January, I shut it down in November. December, I met this lady again, some strange event again. And I said, oh, by the way, I've shut down my business. So, if there's an opportunity, let's talk. You know how they see you, Anoki? 3rd of January, this lady, I woke up in the morning, like 3 a.m., feeling that something is wrong. I needed to pray. I didn't know what it was. So I was like, okay, Holy Spirit, I'm sorry. What did, okay, did I offend my husband? Did he annoy me? Am I bearing a grudge? It's usually my current offense, my recurring offense. Okay, God, I'm sorry. I let go. You know, I was just looking for what to repent of, Sha. And just praying in the Spirit. But as nothing came to mind, so I just prayed in the Spirit and I let it go. I got a phone call. Oh, um... We have an opening. One of the staff didn't return and we need a teacher. Are you interested? Um, no, this was the night before. I said, okay. I'm interested. All right, I'll come. Oh, come for a chat. So I wore jeans. Um, one of these things, a long shirt. I just took two copies of my CV that I'll give her one. I'll take one. We'll just chat. So I walk in and then the lady said, oh, hello, Mr. Sister. We, we just want to put the panel together. We'll be with you. And I thought, panel. That was the first didim. Then my heart began to race. Panel. Jesus. Here. So I was now trying to fill the form. What salary do you want? What this confusion? I was blank. So I called my husband. He, this, this, what, what? He gave me a figure. So I wrote it down. Seven man panel. So I came, I sat down. And just faced one person. It helps. Ask me the first question. 
So why do you want to work here? Did you not call me? Why are you asking me why I want to work here? Do I want to work here? Thank God for divine wisdom. And God had helped me. I had sort of prayed and I was settled. So I said, well, when you see a good family, you want to join the family. And you need to belong to an organization. And after that, I don't know what I said. What I talked And then they now said, okay, so do you have any questions for us? I was not ready. But I, all I did, Lord, help. So I said, yes, what is your teacher children discount? And they were like, oh, we, we have a very good policy. You know, we give 70% off for teachers. Yeah. Huh. I can work for free. <laughs> I don't need the salary no more. I'm good. But of course, you know, you just, oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. And honestly, I cannot remember, you know, I, I was just shaking. I got up. I said, thank you very much. I was driving and wondering who to talk to. Somebody pinch me. Before I went to see a friend to say, Amanda, see you. They called me. Oh, job is yours if you want it place for your two children if you want it if you want it this one this one that one that one I was like <laughs> Jesus if why did I share that story if I didn't say Lord help me if I thought imagine that first question why do you want to work here if I had well you know considering I got a call to come in and you know I believe I have value to add and you know sometimes that works but sometimes that's the wrongest thing to say how do you know when to say you have value to add and when to say I want to join a good family how do you know the difference the difference is in divine wisdom the difference is in asking for the help of the Lord who dwells in you let's stand and pray and the prayers, Lord, help me. I need this divine wisdom. I need understanding. And it's very simple. <laughs> Lord, help me hear what you are saying. Help me be silent inside enough so I can hear you. Remove the distractions. Remove it. So that there's no need to worry. There's no need to fear. There's no need to be troubled because you are there. Father, we receive your wisdom tonight. So pray. James 1 says, he who lacks wisdom should ask from the Lord and you receive freely. Father, tonight we ask. We ask for your help, sweet spirit of God. We ask, oh God, for your word says, if I lack wisdom, I should ask of you because you give freely, without judging, without reproach. Lord, tonight I receive wisdom, O oh God, that is profitable to direct me in all my affairs. I receive wisdom, O oh God, so that in a situation like David was in Gath, I will have the correct response in the name of Jesus. I receive your wisdom, O oh God, like Abigail.
I receive wisdom from on high, Mashekeya. Mare Bosoto Bradehe. Shakatika Lebro Dogorobosukante Kere Bredehe Abashokorobo. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. For some of us, we need to pray about being silent inside. Because what the Lord is bringing up to my spirit is that we're too distracted. It's not that God is not speaking or not inspiring. God is, God is not a light switch. So he doesn't go on and off. He's always on. Always ready to help. Always ready to support. But we get distracted. So now pray for yourself. I refuse every distraction. I lay it all aside. Every distraction. Every wandering thought. Everything that is set up before me to stand in the way of God's counsel, of God's wisdom. I lay down tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus. I receive your wisdom, Jehovah. I receive your grace, O oh God. I receive the empowerment of your spirit. I receive sensitivity to your spirit, O oh God. I will be conscious that you are there, that you are near me, that you are my guide. I receive the help of the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus. I receive the help of God. God, you are faithful. You are faithful. You are faithful. I judge you faithful, oh God. That in my time of need, you hear and you answer. For your word says I should call upon you in the time of need and you will answer. You will show yourself strong, oh God. Father, tonight we receive wisdom. We receive grace. We receive the help of the Lord. Oh, we will not be lost our testimony will not be like that of Nabal but we will be like the Abigails and the Davids of this world those who hear your voice and respond to it in the name of Jesus those who know what to do like the sons of Issachar we receive the grace tonight oh God 